In the discussion about mezuzah, the Gemara notes that the language of the Pasuk is Beisecha is written in the singular form and Belashon Zachar. So the Gemara says maybe we should say that if two people together own a home, you have two partners, Beisechotvin, then maybe they're exempt from the mitzvah mezuzah. They don't have to put up a mezuzah on the doorpost. So the Gemara says it can't be because the continuation of the Pasuk reads, The Pasuk says that, that if a person keeps mezuzah, they're going to merit long life, protection, longevity. So what, we're going to say that partners don't need the protection and longevity? <coughs> Do these people not need life? And because of that conclusive argument, that certainly the Shutfim are included in Laman Yerba Yimechem, that they also need life, the Gemara says that Beit Se'echa cannot mean to exclude Shutfim from the Chiyav of Mezuzah. So the Gemara says, okay, so then what does Beit Se'echa come to exclude? Why does the Torah write it, Beit Se'echa, if really, if really even Beit HaShutfim is Chayav in Mezuzah? So the Gemara explains that Beit Se'echa can be read not as your home, but Bi Ascha, the way you come in. And what it means is that a person is obligated to put the mezuzah on the right side of the door because that's the way that a person comes in because a person usually puts their right foot first. So would mean the right side of the doorway. Now, there's a Tosvos, Tosvos in Meseches Chulan, who has a kasha on this Gemara. Tosvos assumes, the Menchaz explains Tosvos, Tosvos assumes that even though the Gemara says that Beis HaShotvim is Chayv and Mezuzah, that if two Jewish owners own a home together, they're obligated. But that's only if both owners are Jewish. But let's say you have one Jewish owner and one non-Jewish owner, if they own a home together. Or if, let's say, maybe put the setting like an apartment building where some of the apartments are, are, are Jewish-owned and some are not Jewish-owned, then the lobby of that apartment building would be potter from a mezuzah. Shutfis together with a guy is exempt. It's only shutfis together with two Jews that is chayv, not a shutfis together with a non-Jew. So Tosu says, why did the Gemara say, and the Gemara had to answer that we read it, why didn't we just say, that Beisecha comes to exclude partnership with a non-Jew. That is Taisus's question on the Gemara. And again, the Minchas Chanuch says that we clearly see that Taisus assumes that partnership with the non-Jew is again exempt from the mitzvah of mezuzah. That's Taisus's idea. The Gemara only said that two Jewish partners are archive and mezuzah. However, one Jewish partner and, non- and one non-Jewish partner would in fact be potter from the mitzvah of mezuzah. That is the assumption that uh, Tosos seems to make. Now, the Menchaz notes that the Rambam doesn't sound that way. The Rambam seems to say that all forms of partnership are chayev, whether it would be two Jews together or a Jew and a non-Jew together, they would also be chayev. Lahalacha, it seems that it's a machlokas between the Machaber and the Ramot. The Machaber seems to say that all types of shutfim are chayev, even including a Jew and a non-Jew. And the Ramah explicitly says that a partnership with a non-Jew is exempt from the mitzvah of mezuzah, and that's the way that we pass in Lahalacha, a partnership between a Jew and a non-Jew is pater from mezuzah. There's a tshuva of Rabbi Kiveager. Rabbi Kiveager says that this question of whether a partnership between a Jew and a non-Jew is chay or pater really depends on another question, a discussion that Tosos has in Mesechus Chulin, and Mesechus Yevamos, and Mesechus Menachos about what is the halacha for a renter. Somebody doesn't own the home where they're living, but they're living in the home in a very established way. At least they've been there for 30 days. So the halacha is that they're chay in mezuzah. But is that chay of mida Is that considered the biblical command that they have to put on mezuzah in that scenario? Or perhaps they only have to put up mezuzah because it looks strange that someone's living there. They might be like a marasayan issue if someone doesn't realize that they're not really the owner of the home. But essentially on a daraisa level, they don't have to put up the mezuzah. So Tosos is unsure about that. 
about this point. There are different views in the Toso. Some of the people say, the bottom line is the person has an established residence there. And since he has an established residence, he's chayv midar to, to put up the mezuzah. Other Rishonim say no. The language of the Pasuk is beisacha. It's about ownership. The fact that you own the home. If you live in a home that you own, you have to put up a mezuzah. But if you're living in a home that you don't own, you don't have to put up a mezuzah. It's only a Durabanan that the renter has to put up a mezuzah. And Rabbi Kivaker continues that to really understand this question, it's really fundamental in understanding what the mitzvah of mezuzah is. It's obviously something to do with the fact that you're living in the home, but is ownership part of the mitzvah? And really what we're struggling with is, is the whole point of mezuzah, is the essence of the mitzvah of mezuzah to protect the way you live in a house. So as the word the Gemara pointed out today, that everybody needs the protect, protection and longevity. So therefore, it's not really about the ownership, but the fact that you're living in a certain area in an established way. Or is it, the, that might be like an extra, like a point of the mitzvah to be protected, but the real mitzvah itself is to put up the mezuzah uh, on your home where you're living. So is the emphasis on ownership or is the emphasis just upon residence? And that's the question that the Rishonim are discussing about the renter. Now, the Rabbi Kivegar says that Misvara, we could say that the question of the renter is exactly the same question as a partner with a non-Jew. Because if you have a partnership with a non-Jew, it kind of depends on that. If the Chiyav comes with something to do with the ownership, that the ownership of one's home, so you could say that Beit Zechel could exclude a partnership with a non-Jew. That type of ownership is not obligated. We only obligate a Jewish part, a Jewish ownership, but a partial Jewish ownership is not mechayiv mezuzah. That's not the type of bilas, that's not the type of base sechah that the Torah is referring to. But if we say, if we say that the chiyav of mezuzah is not really anything to do with the ownership, even a renter who's not owning the home at all is obligated because of the way he lives. And again, the understanding, Rabbi Kivaker says, the way he lives is that he needs the protection, he needs the longevity to make sure that everything's okay because he's going to have the mezuzah. If that's the shot and a renter is chayav midaraisa, so then when, you're, when, you, when you own a home with a non-Jew, you have the same thing. Very nice, you own it together with a non-Jew, but don't you need long life? So Rabbi Kivaker says that the question of whether a renter is mechayav midaraisa and the question of whether the non-Jew is pater of their partnership with the non-Jewish partner Chayev are one question. If you say the renter is Chayev and so then partnership with the non-Jew is Chayev. If you say that a renter is uh, only Chayev and then someone who's a partner with a non-Jew would in fact be exempt. And Mercury says everything is good. We pass in that a renter is only Chayev and that's the halacha. So that's why the Ramah is justified in his psaac for saying that someone who has a partnership with a non-Jew is in fact uh, exempt. The emphasis is about ownership. The emphasis is not about necessarily needing the protection. Obviously, what's the problem? The problem is that then what's the difference between two Jewish partners and a, and a partner with a non-Jew? Why don't we say that two, that the Gemara and our, seem to say the only reason that two Jewish partners are chayev is because they need life, they need the longevity. But now we're saying that that's not really the main thing. The main thing is really the ownership that you're living. And that's why a Jew with a non-Jew is exempt. So what, how do we know that two Jewish partners are any different? What did the Gemara mean? So if you take a look at the Gemara and Chulin, there's actually a different girsa in the way that the Gemara brings this far. In the Gemara and Chulin, when it says that two Jewish partners are chayev, it doesn't make the emphasis that they need life. The Gemara seems to imply that it's just the fact that the language of the Pasuk, Laman Yerbo Yimeichem Yimei is in the plural. So instead of excluding two Jewish partners, we say no, Jewish partners are included because the Torah wrote in a plural language. So since the Torah wrote it in a plural language, we include two Jewish partners. So it's not really about the life. It's a fact that they're included in the language. The so bottom line is, Rabbi Kivaker says, La Halacha, it's not about the longevity, it's the, the focus of the mezuzah is not about the protection. That might be a nice point that your person emerits from the schos of mezuzah, but the chiv of the mezuzah comes from the ownership of the home. And a renter is pater midaraisa. An owner with a non-Jew is pater. And uh, the, two, the only reason two Jewish partners are chayv is because the language of the Pasuk included